Hello, welcome to On The Couch, a weekly video series where we speak to mental health professionals about a range of issues affecting us as men and women in the Caribbean. My name is Tracy Rogers, and this is Wholeness and Wellness Counseling Services, an agency that's dedicated to providing services for Caribbean people that understand that we come from a very unique history that continues to shape us every day. And speaking about history, today we are talking to Trishana Puya Rasul, who's a counseling psychologist, and we are talking about the neuro neurobiology of stress. And I say history because we're going to talk all about the fact that how we uh, relate to stress and manage stress really has a lot to do with our history, and it impacts yeah. next generation to come. Yeah. yeah. So we talk about stress. So let's just start by being clear about what is stress and mm -hmm. what are the different ways in which it manifests. Mm. So stress is a reaction um, that our body has to demands on it, mm -hmm. right? So if we have to take a test, if we have to drive a long distance that we're unfamiliar with, um, if we have to do a presentation, do a video, um, sometimes <laughs> our body reacts to this in a very, you know, physical way yes. and which affects our cognitive and emotional functioning as well. So we talk about how we think and how we feel. How we think and it how we feel. It is affecting all of that all the time. And mm -hmm. I love that definition of stress because we understand as mental health professionals that stress is could be a good thing. Yeah. Stress gets us motivated to do things. Yeah. Like if we didn't have a certain amount of stress, we'd probably lay in bed all day. Exactly. <laughs> so we need that stress to push us, to get us moving and going yeah. in life. Yes. So stress is functional and it affects the way we think, we feel, and how we act. Yes. But stress could also be dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. Stress can also be dysfunctional. Yes. Today we want to talk about the brain and stress though. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times when we talk about stress, we talk about the body. Mm -hmm. We say, um, I have a headache or, yeah. or I can't eat, I'm feeling nervous. Mm -hmm. and, and then we get into emotions as well. I'm mm -hmm. angry, I'm upset, I can't deal with this. Mm -hmm. But we know that stress also has a way that it lives and functions in our brain and it yeah. does stuff. So yes. tell us a little bit about the neurobiology of stress. Mm -hmm. So what happens when we experience stress is that something called the HPA axis is activated. The hypothalamic pituitary adrenal axis is activated, right? And that's a um, functioning that happens in the brain and in the kidneys as well to give us that fight or flight response, mm -hmm. to give us that energy to, I mean, if we're being chased by a big dog, to run away from it. Yeah, right? definitely. Um, so what happens in the body is that um, our digestive system, our stomach is flooded with stomach acid so that we kind of suppress the digestion that's happening because we need that energy to go into running away, mm -hmm. right? Um, what also happens is that all of the energy that's directed to our immune system is funneled into that flight or fight or flight response, mm -hmm. meaning that our body really goes into preservation mode when yeah. we are stressed out. How am right? I going to survive? How am I going to survive? Um, what happens as well is the part of our brain, the amygdala, that's associated with fear is lit up, mm -hmm. right? So that we, the red flags go up that something is wrong, mm -hmm. right? So that, that is what happens to our body in the short term when we are stressed out. So in the short term, and it's so interesting to hear us talk about all of these things. So yeah. if you think when you're stressed out, mm -hmm. all you're doing is getting aggravated. There oh, is no. a whole range of processes that just got triggered in yes. your brain, in your body. Mm -hmm. It is changing your body chemistry. Yeah. Yeah, so there's this, all of this is going on. Yes. And so, you know, when we see this dog attacking, 
we want to decide if we're going to try and put it down or run. Mm -hmm. So our body's preparing us to live. Right. What happens in the long term when we go through the stress over and over and over? Mm. Well, that part of the brain that I just mentioned, the amygdala, we create new connections in the amygdala, meaning that we learn to fear more and more and more and more when we're stressed out. Because the more that that is activated, the newer the connections are in the amygdala. The other thing that happens is the hippocampus, which is responsible for learning and memory, and even managing anxiety and stress. Um, the connections in the amygdala are lessened over mm. time. The hormone that's released is called, called cortisol, mm -hmm. and cortisol actually shrinks the brain, the size of the brain. Prolong, prolonged stress actually shrinks the size of the brain. Wow. Um, specifically, the prefrontal prefrontal cortex, which is responsible for executive functioning, decision-making, um, social functioning as well. So our ability to make decisions gets less. You know, that thing that we do when um, we just get silent and we're like, well, I can't remember how to do this, or I can't remember, you know, I, I don't know which decision to make. I don't even know where to go for dinner. <laughs> you yes, know? yes, yes. Sometimes we do draw blanks. Yeah, yeah. and that is a stress response. So this happens to ourselves. If we are continuously putting ourselves yeah. under stress and we're not taking time to recover, because we yes. said stress is useful, it gets yeah. us going, it helps us do what we need to do. Mm -hmm. But if stress would be being repeatedly mm -hmm. um, exposed to stress without any kind of recovery time, mm -hmm. in the long term, it's going to affect our ability to function. Yeah. It affects our memory, it affects our decision-making, it affects our emotions because we tend to be short-tempered, we tend to get triggered and frustrated really easily, um, and it affects our functioning, our ability to do things on a day-to-day -day basis. Wow. So now that we're aware that all of this is going on in our bodies yeah. and our brains, what do you think are some things that we need to be aware of as we move forward if we want to protect ourselves from the long-term effects of stress? I think we need to be real with ourselves with what our stress levels are mm. right now. Um, because one of the things that can happen is that stress can actually affect our gene, how our genes are activated, right? And that is a generational thing. So if we do, if it, if it affects how our genes are activated, um, when we have children, it's gonna affect how their genes are activated. And of course, we know our history as Caribbean people and the type of stress that our ancestors have experienced. Yeah. So it's also important to take a minute to recognize and be mindful of your body and be mindful of if you're stressed out, where you hold your stress. So there is so much more to unpack in this topic and we're yeah. going to be talking a lot about the brain and how we function as biological beings and how that's related to emotional and mental health. So there's lots more to learn about this topic. Thank mm. you so much for Shana for sitting with us today. Thank you for joining us on the couch and remember you can reach out to us mm. here at Wholeness and Wellness and Counseling for both in-person and online counseling and be feel free to reach out for our free 15-minute consultation so we can assess how we can help you. Until then, take care and have a good day. Thank you.